Dragon at the Movies. Hi, Birdo. Hey, Dragon. Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. <laughs> How are you? We're back again. Yep. You're we- forcing me to do this again. It's never-ending, never-ending torture. Yep. That's exactly correct. Exactly correct. How are you, Dragon? Uh, I'm fine. Uh, you know, uh, we had a we had a really good seminar this weekend. Um, Kyle Shaw came in and did a seminar, a uh, leg lock seminar at Chops. So that was really fun. Um, I learned a lot. Hopefully some of it sticks. <laughs> None of it's going to stick for me. Let me just say that. Hey, bro. Proudly. Proudly. Um, so yeah, that's exciting. What about you? How are you? I'm good. I mean, uh, you know, I made a lot. I made a, uh, I don't want to say this, but earlier in the winter, I made a big investment in iHeart uh, Russia. <laughs> and oh boy. Not looking good. Not doing great. No, I mean, I should probably just start, start investing in the stock market at this point because my all my investments seem to not work out well. <laughs> um, oh, by the way, people, we're we're trying a new mic setup. So if if uh, we sound a little off, that might be why. Um, yeah. No, no. How about this? Hey, everyone, if we sound off, it's your problem. It's <laughs> your fault, and you're the one to blame. Right. Why don't you fix your, your listening device? How's that sound? Instead of always blaming us, dragon. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Yeah, you can just turn the volume up, turns out. <laughs> yes. Um, turn the volume up until I am screaming, because that's exactly what it sounds like right now. It sounds like I'm screaming into a microphone, yeah. and when the dragon talks, it sounds like she's like whispering, like, hey, what's up? <laughs> Which, if we're going to be honest, that's kind of how uh, I listen to the podcast anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> we, you barely listen to me and then only listen to yourself screaming. Which is funny because when people listen back to this, it's going to be the opposite. It's going to be me <laughs> screaming and it's going to be you being quiet. Yeah, I know. Uh, so right, bad. Dragon. Okay, should, know, we, should we hop right in? I have a lot. I, yeah, I guess. Go ahead. Hop right in. I mean, I wanted to talk more about other stuff, but, you know, who cares about my thoughts and opinions? <laughs> okay, you have, to, you have to intro me. All right, Dragon. Why don't we get started in a, well, it was a little segment. Now it seems to be a big segment that <laughs> yeah. we call Dragon on the Couch. Dragon? Yes. What did you watch on the couch? Okay. So, uh, yeah, I watched a bunch of shit um, that I'm going to talk about this week. Uh, so I'm just going to hop right in. First, I watched Ascension, which is a documentary on uh, Paramount+. Plus. And it's it's a, it's a um, and possibly also on Prime, um, but it's basically about like, it, the the description says exploring the pursuit of the Chinese dream in modern society, um, but it, it basically shows like different uh, Chinese workers in like factories um, and in other jobs, and then shows like some people at leisure and some of the like upper class um, in China. But there's like no um, there's no narration, there's like no um, like story arc or anything like that. It's like kind of snippets of things um, as you go through, so you get to see like women that work in like a sex doll factory and how those are made you see people that work in like a textile factory and how all that is done um and then you see like sort of upper class uh or people or people learning to wait on the upper class and like how they're taught um and then you see like some people talking about like um society like chinese society in in the modern age um it's it's really good it's very interesting uh like i I feel like i don't know that much about like chinese day-to-day or like work in a factory so that was interesting to me it's also super highly rated this is like 90 percent on rotten tomatoes like 82 percent of metacritic it's just an interesting kind of look into chinese life um it's only an hour and 37 minutes which is really nice this actually honestly it sounds really interesting which is just like hey this is how people live in a day-to-day fashion 
in uh, another part of the world. Sorry if I was whispering. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That that's like that to me is like my favorite thing about watching uh, foreign movies, mm-hmm. which is like when you see like this is just what a day a normal day in someone's life is in another country. Right. Yeah. No. It w- it was really interesting. I I wouldn't necessarily say like a normal day, but a, a, a days anyway. It's, it's, it's like a slice of life for them. Exactly. Exactly. But Little it's vignettes. Like, this is how normal people live. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So really interesting. Um, Highly recommend. I, I liked it. Did you ever it. see it, it's a movie called the the separation? I don't think so. It, it's a movie by uh, an Iranian filmmaker. Mm-hmm. He's a writer director and uh, like he's made a few of these movies and I've seen a couple of them. Um, and both of them I fucking love so much. And it's so interesting just to see like normal drama mm-hmm. that just takes place in an Iran. Yeah. You like know, like day to day stuff. Like, yeah, and then like in one of them, he's being like brought up to for charges on like uh, on on you know murder, mm-hmm. and it's literally just people in a room arguing back and forth. And I'm like, this is a murder trial, <laughs> and it's like, holy shit, like this yeah. is fucking insane. <laughs> That's what that is wild. Yeah, but it, it was it's such a fuck like if it's not it's not um it's not streaming anywhere. But the moment that that movie uh, a separation comes mm-hmm. out streaming, we're fucking doing that dragon. Okay, that sounds great. Um, okay, so that was Ascension. Um, so, yeah, net- so highly recommend. Because highly recommend. It, 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 it's a, for what reason? Because you like the the way that it just looked at a normal day in the life of a person living in China. Yeah, or like like many many different people. It's just like little vignettes, and I, I think it's just an interesting way to like to to show what life is like somewhere else, um, with like again very very little narrative. You know, it's just like here is the thing that is happening. Here is the thing that's happening. Here is the thing that's happening. Um, with like no no story arc or anything, I think that's a fun way of doing a documentary, and I, I really liked it. Interesting. Yep. Um, you know oh. That reminds me of. What? And, uh, <laughs> it, uh, no, sorry, it didn't have the same um, idea, but I can't remember the goddamn name of it. But it was a documentary about a guy who went to North Korea mm-hmm. and shot a documentary, and then he kind of hid like the. So he shot one documentary, mm-hmm. which was like, "Hey, everyone, this is North Korean life, and it's like kind of good and everything." And then he kind of showed like this is what ha- and then and he secretly shot another documentary that apparently he ha- he kept hidden and had it been caught he would have been arrested and everything, but uh, it then showed like everything that was shown in this <laughs> was all set up and fake. Yeah, you know, so that sounds like, that sounds familiar. I may have seen that. Yeah, I, I I'm sure people have seen it. And I can't remember the name of it, but it was just so interesting to be like, oh, that like here's a here's a look at normal life in north korea mm-hmm. uh guess what it's it's made up it's fake <laughs> so we don't even know what it's like interesting um yeah that yeah. sounds really interesting okay right, sorry. Go ahead. okay so next um we watched uh, a movie called werewolves within um it's it's streaming on showtime right now um i'm not sure how we watched it because it certainly wasn't through showtime but um maybe you can rent it somewhere uh anyway uh i loved it it's bit, it's a 2021 horror comedy. Uh, I actually didn't even know the name of it going in. So the werewolves part was kind of a surprise for me <laughs> a little bit further in. So that was fun. Um, but Sam Richardson is in it. Uh, this uh, this girl named Milana Vaintrub is in it, who I don't think I've seen before. Um, but she's great. And Berto, your favorite. She's got some big old boobies. Excuse is- me? very very fun and she shows them in the movie no 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 it's like a it is not that kind of horror comedy it's it's probably rated like i don't know pg-13 oh no this says it's rated r no there's no nudity yeah oh for violence right yeah no there's no nudity um it's very fun i really really enjoyed it highly recommend i really liked it It, it's it's like i definitely should see it yeah you should definitely see it i think i think you would like it a lot 
Um, so I highly recommend. Interesting dragon. Um, and let's see. I'm just going to go through because I have so many of them. So wait, uh, that, that's it? It's just a horror comedy? That's what you want to yeah, say about it? Horror yeah. comedy about horror were- werewolves? Yeah, horror comedy about werewolves. It's set during like a snowstorm in Vermont. It's very, it's just really fun. Um, it's got like, it's not, it's not like Clue-esque, but it kind of is. It's got like kind of a, a similar vibe, which I think is very fun. Um, anyway, highly recommend. It, it, in it's the great. comedy or in the... In, in the story, in in the in the story, I guess, because it's a it's a small group of people who are stuck in one location and they're trying to figure out who the bad person is. Okay, you see okay. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, okay, so next I'm going to talk about uh, really quick. Andrew and I saw Bell, which is a um, uh, anime <laughs> that's in theaters right now. You mean a cartoon? Uh, yes. Uh, our cartoon, a cartoon, our, our cartoon, Go ahead, just say that, anyway, yes, and cartoon. it is a cartoon that is in theaters right now. And it's kind of the Japanese modern day take on, I think it's Japanese modern day take on, um, uh, beauty and the beast. Um, so it was cute. I, I had no idea. I knew nothing about it going in. Um, I, we, Andrew, Andrew was like, we're going to go see this like animated thing. I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. Not my favorite. And I, I, I kind of liked it. it. I thought it was in Encanto. <laughs> yeah, it is not Encanto. That is for sure. Um, Anyway, I, I, I don't know. It's all right. I, it, it's for kids, you know, yeah. sort of. It's like a one, one of those movies. I thought it was fine. I'm not going to really say much more about it. It's two hours long. Um, it's okay. If you're into like uh, anime, then it's probably really good, I guess. And you did not enjoy this? I thought it was fine. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hate it, you know. I just left. I was like, oh, okay. That was like a kind of fun Beauty and the Beast little take. Uh, modern day. How many uh, musical numbers were there? Just a couple. And it's not a musical. It's like the girl in it is a singer. So that she sings like a couple songs, like as part of her like thing. It's basically these people exist in like a um, virtual reality thing. Like they can go into a virtual reality and in virtual reality, Belle meets this guy named the beast called the beast or the dragon. Um, anyway. It, 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 Did you say dragon? Yeah. Yes. The, he's a, he's a dragon in the, <laughs> in the thing. Uh, which Very is interesting. yeah, kind of fun, kind of fun. Um, anyway, I, I think it's okay if you're into it. Look it, look it up. But it, it wasn't really for me. It's in theaters right now. Okay. Uh, um. Yep, I'm gonna speed right along. So next, I watched Kimmy. So Kimmy is a brand new movie. It just came out this year. It's on HBO. Um, it's starring Zoe Kravitz, and it's basically uh, Zoe Kravitz is a one of those people that goes through like the um. Alexa or Amazon Echo, the the like um, voice activated things that you can have in your house that speak to you. Um, she's one uh, of the people yeah. that goes through the the recordings of it to like fix errors and you know whatever report things. And she hears a crime take place, so it's kind of about her um, trying to figure out what to do about that. Um, and you know she's also like a shut in that never leaves her house and is agoraphobic. I, I thought it I thought it was pretty good. It was like a solid kind of thriller, I guess. Um, very the like people, rear window. Go ahead, say it again. Do, sorry, do the people in who committed the crime know that the Kimmy or whatever the mm-hmm. Alexa was recording them? Um, no, okay, or so unclear, I unclear. I assume it's based on the that story where um, apparently a, a murder happened, mm-hmm. and what the cops did was they went through the the Amazon or whatever the. Mm-hmm. The Siri, what do we call it? Alexa? Yeah. They went through the Alexa and found the time when it was recording. And and 
then people were like, hey, Amazon, I thought you said this wasn't supposed to be recording when, when uh-huh. it's not, uh, when we, you don't activate it. And yep. Amazon was like, what? That's crazy. <laughs> so weird. It must have fucked up. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of that. Um, it, it, the weird thing about the movie is that like, it, it like sort of it's like it's like both saying like oh this, this corporation is bad because it's trying to like hide this thing but also it was like this whole thing was solved because they had this thing in their house so it's like okay, kind of a, I see. so so they're bringing up the great question what, are you willing to give up your security for safety right sort of yeah is that what the movie is asking I, it's not even it's not even asking the question it's like it's just like that's just a plot device you know, okay. like it's yeah, not like no, a, I get you. Yeah, it's like not a thing. Anyway, I still liked it. it. It's only an hour and a half. I think it's worth it. It's kind of Ooh, fun. 90 minutes, your favorite. I love a 90 minute movie. Um, Rita Wilson is in it. So that's fun. I feel like I haven't seen her in a while. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So there was that. Uh, is it, so real quick, um, we watched a, a Swedish, um, it's called a drama slash comedy, but that doesn't seem about right. It's like a um, indie, indie film, a Swedish indie film called About Endlessness. Maybe the um, the Swedes just have a comedy that you don't like. Yeah, or that I don't understand. Um, some of it was funny. And some of it was a drama. I guess that makes sense. Uh, so it's uh, it's on Hulu. Maybe. It's on Hulu right now. Sorry. What? <laughs> Sorry. Maybe maybe that Swedish um, serial killer movie you saw a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe when you said that his name was like Dick. What was his name? <laughs> Cock or something? Uh, yeah. Balls. Fu- balls. His Harry. Name was balls. Was it balls? It was like Harry something. Balls, maybe maybe when hole. It was hole. Harry hole. Yeah. Harry hole. Maybe they did that as a joke, and all the Swedes are fucking laughing hysterically, <laughs> and you're just sitting there like, I don't get it. Uh, I don't remember if that was Swedish or or Norwegian or whatever. whatever. I, anyway, it's the same thing, right? Point being, um, about Lent and Lucas, who cares? It's only it's an only an hour eighteen minutes. So you know, I love that. This is uh, about endless, right? About endlessness. Okay. Yeah. Um. I I liked it. I think it's totally worth watching. It's very um uh very arty, <laughs> I would say. Okay. Um it's the description is a kaleidoscope of human conditions. <laughs> and it's just okay. like scenes of that sort of thing. I really enjoyed it. I I think if you it, and it has this like this interesting color palette that's just like a lot of like slate gray. That I just imagine all of Sweden just kind of looks like, you know, like everything's kind of bluish gray or like a weird tan neutral color. Like there's no pops of color in this whatsoever. It, it, it's kind of fun. It's kind of interesting. Like it could have been black and white and it wouldn't it wouldn't change like nothing. <laughs> you know, no, gotcha. you know what I mean? Um, but I liked it. I, I thought it was worth checking out. Um, okay. Yeah. Especially if you're into the a kind of like uh, indie movie from another country. I think it's fun. Um, and it's got this really interesting voiceover that narrates just like the beginnings of each vignette that come up that I, I really liked for some reason, I like the tone of it. And it's kind of this like very neutral tone and it repeats a lot of words over and over again. I, I, I it was like a weird poetry thing that I enjoyed. Okay. Um, okay. And I only have one more to talk about. Okay. Breezing that's through it? these. Yeah. Yeah. That's All right, it. Fine. Uh, uh, okay, so the last thing we just watched last night, uh, Andrew and I watched uh, Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. It's the new... Ooh, I saw that in the theater. Did you really? Uh, yes, because, well, I was going to, you know, I got the Regal Pass, so I was like, oh, right, right, right. go to the movies. Yeah. And then I asked my chick, and she was like, oh, my God, I want to see... Uh, she was like, oh, sorry, let me let me do a good voice for my chick. Okay. Oh, my God, I want to see that. <laughs> Absolutely not what your girl sounds like in any way, shape, or form. 
<laughs> uh, honestly, I don't listen when she talks half the time because I'm looking at that ass. Am I uh, right, Dragon? <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, go on. Um, but yeah, anyway. she, she wanted to see it because she's a big fan of like video games and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, anyway, I it, it was fine. It's a reboot of the Resident Evil movie franchise. So whatever, <laughs> you know, like I was like, sure, it doesn't have Mila Jovovich in it, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> okay. I mean, it is, it's like a, you know, our, it's a, a little over 90 minute um, horror action movie uh, based on a video game. So it's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> like, and you, you know nothing about this, right? About the video games, right? I mean, I know what I know from the original Resident Evil movies. Well, the original Resident Evil movies have almost nothing to do with the video games. Do they not? Then no. I have no, I have no idea. Most, I know nothing mostly, about the video games. Yeah, it's mostly just like, hey, here's this character. Here's uh, this thing. Here's mm-hmm. that thing. But it, it, the, the storylines don't um, match up with it at all. Yeah. I, I would say that the this movie, and this is according to my trick, this is a good summary of like the first three not good but this is a summary of the first three uh video games oh uh either two or three i can't remember okay but um she was like yeah so it seems like they're they they just kind of it's like a hodgepodge of uh famous scenes from the video games Mm -hmm. put together into making a movie and then, you know, some extra stuff just to, to link it all together and to make it a, like a two-hour movie or whatever the hell it was. Right, right. Now, uh, when I, what were your thoughts on this, Dragon? I, I mean, again, it's fine. It's like nothing nothing to write home about. I wasn't, like, excited to see it. I watched it. I thought the CGI was a little cheap-looking, but it was, like, overall okay. Um, that And that was it. It was, like, fine. Yeah, I would say it's, I, a, it's certainly middling. Honestly, I, I completely agree with you. It's one of those movies that I watched it, and I was like, you know what? I was entertained for this 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like for 90 minutes, I was sitting here like, okay, stuff or whatever it is. Uh, and it's like uh, almost two hours. Yeah. Uh, uh, for two hours, I was like, yeah, I was never really bored. I wasn't at no point was I like, well, that's really stupid. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are parts that are stupid, but I'm like, that's not it's not so egregious that I'm like fucking upset. Right. But at the same time, I'm also like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of just there. Yeah. So I, I'm assuming that unless you're a fan of the video games, you, you're kind of just going to be like, eh, all right. And yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I, I, I don't see any other way that that, that that could go. Although I do like the main um, woman in it, Kea Scodelario, I think is her name. Yeah. She's also in Crawl, which I, I really liked, the oh, yeah. alligator movie. Yeah. Um. So I that's a big that, monster movie. I do. I love a big monster movie. So that's that's exciting. Um, uh, the only thing about crawl I didn't like was that the alligators were not um, fifty feet tall. <laughs> Agreed. It's the only thing that would have made it better. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that that is it, Birdo. And kind of breezed through all of that. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what you watched in a segment we like to call Birdo on the Bed? All right, Dragon. Since you're gonna force me to do this, mm-hmm. I guess I'll start with a little movie. Uh, I guess you know what. Let me get to the big money maker. All right. What came out recently? Okay. What came out recently was a little movie called Uncharted, which <laughs> I saw in the theaters. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, Dragon, what is Uncharted? Do you know what Uncharted is? It, uh, it looks like Jungle Cruise, but maybe in a different country. It, it's a video game movie. Oh, is it? And uh, actually, my brother played, a f- I think, the first couple of games. I can't remember. But he's, I remember him saying that um, it's the most cinematic video game he's ever seen. Mm-hmm. Where it, it literally feels like you're watching a movie, and then you know the big action season scenes, you mm-hmm. get to play through those. 
So he was like, that's what was so interested and good about it. So um, they basically, well, Tom Holland was the one who was like, I'm going to fucking spearhead this and do this. And it was starring, so it was st- starring Tom Holland, mm-hmm. starring one of your thick boys, Marky Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> uh-huh. And another, Dragon, starring one of your favorite OG thick boys, Antonio Banderas. Ooh, exciting. And guess guess what, Dragon? What? Guess, guess what made me very excited about this movie? What? Antonio Banderas is not playing Mexican. He's playing a Spaniard. Ooh, really? Interesting. Oh, it's like, oh, he's not playing brown face. <laughs> oh. He doesn't have to be canceled anymore. <laughs> he was never going to get canceled before because he speaks Spanish, so it's fine. Everybody's like, <laughs> same thing, whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Good, good point, good point. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Dragon, this movie is, uh, how do I describe this? It's two hours. Mm-hmm. It was utter shit. <laughs> It felt like Indiana Jones if you didn't care about Indiana Jones, the characters. <laughs> and it was just like, let's go from one big action set mm-hmm. piece to another. Now, I also heard that this was one of the first movies that started production and filming during the pandemic. Mm. And I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense because ca- when characters are talking to each other, it kind of feels like they're not near each other and they're not like actually interacting. Right. Like maybe they did a lot of scenes where it's like, all right, we're gonna do just just do your part, and then mm-hmm. Mark Mark will do his part, and then we'll we'll put them together. Right, right, right. Because it it really there was like zero chemistry between anyone, anyone. Yeah. And honestly, man, Tom Holland. <sighs> See, Mark Mark Wahlberg, I feel like he's good in whatever he does, mm-hmm. and like by that I mean like you put him in something, and he's just gonna like he's gonna fit that part. Right, right. He's not great, but he's decent, right? <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. But and like he's fine in it, but him like with Tom Holland, I'm kind of like they're trying to go back and forth with like jokes and stuff. And I'm yeah. like, man, this is just I'm I'm not feeling Tom Holland at all. Interesting. Like, I don't get his character. Um, shame because I like Tom Holland. Yeah, I like him too. And hmm. again, I'm like I don't I don't get his character. I know he can act. He fucking act his ass off for Spider Man. Yeah. Um, it, but for this one, he was just like nah nah. Don't give a shit. Don't give a shit. <laughs> but um, yeah. Well, he's got that not. spider. He's got that Spider-Man money now, so he doesn't have to give a shit. Oh yeah, good point. Yeah. So uh, unfortunately, I was very disappointed. It had a lot of like twists that made no sense for no reason. Had it honestly just felt like a movie that was jumping from one action set piece to the next action set piece, and then they were like, uh, "We'll just throw something in between, just to like." Like it's sad when I can say that a Michael Bay film is more <laughs> is more coordinated <laughs> than this. <laughs> that is that is extremely sad. So this is yeah. this is actually not the Jungle Cruise movie I was thinking about. That's a different movie. That's out. Oh, that's out God. currently. I think. Uh, um, you're thinking of Death on the Mile on the Nile. Yes, that is exactly what I'm thinking of. So a Andrew, movie that I will not watch. No, no. Andrew also saw this movie. He he went to the theaters without me to see it, and he was like, "Yeah, it was really bad." <laughs> yeah. Okay, <laughs> like, good. I'm glad I'm not the only one thinking. It. No, <laughs> you All are right. certainly not. All right, Dragon, I guess we're going to move on to the next movie, which is another movie that came out recently. This one, though, came out on the Netflix machine. Mm-hmm. Okay? And now this movie is a little movie called Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> Exciting. Yes, there is a 2022 Texas Chainsaw Massacre, mm-hmm. which uh, I heard some people, and uh, when I say some people, I mean, of course, like the internet, because the internet is just filled with idiots. Yeah. They called it the woke Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> okay. And I was like... Man, I honestly wish it was <laughs> because this movie was a fucking... I, Dragon, uh-huh. this is a movie that 
the best way I can put it is it sounds like it was made by a Russian bot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and by that, I mean, like, they were like, all right, we're going to have a Texas Chainsaw mo music, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, okay? Mm -hmm. Let's have one character had survived the school shooting. Got it. Perfect. In. All right, we're going to have another character because they're in Texas. So he's going to be like a gun, a gun toting guy. All mm -hmm. right, awesome. <laughs> perfect. Uh, there's going to be a scene with a Confederate flag. Yes. You know what? We're going to do, uh, we're going to talk about uh, racial discrimination. Yes. Okay. Let's do, um, you know, what's, what's it called when white people all move into a town? <laughs> Gentrify? Yeah, we're going to do gentrification. Okay, got it. Uh, do we have to talk about these? No, 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 no. We're just going to name these things and then move on. <laughs> and that was the entire movie for uh, fucking 80 minutes where I was like, I, I, I probably what annoyed me was me sitting there thinking to myself, okay, I have to remember these things because they're going to come back at some point, mm -hmm. whether it's going to be pro or against. And then it never did. <laughs> it just was like, no, 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 no. She's just a school shoot. She's the main character survived the school shooting uh, for no reason. It has nothing to do with the story uh-huh that's 90 percent of the things happening in this so like honestly halfway into the movie i was like okay i think i think this is supposed to be against woke culture no oh okay no never mind never mind it's gonna just be for it no okay uh, you know what i don't i don't know where they stand on this at all weird it's it was so fucking weird um and it honestly just felt like a 90s horror like not 90s like a 2000s horror movie where it's just like, yeah, rock music, and then uh, lots of kills and gory, and then, uh, of course, at the end, the bad guy has to win, and then there's a cool, like, scene right at the end. You know, it's just filled with a lot of bad, dumb shit. It was honestly just bad. It's bad. Yeah. Bad, 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 bad. Okay? That's a shame. Yeah, very forgettable, very just, like, who gives a shit? No one cares. Move on with your life, whatever. You know, it's 80 minutes, and it's honestly just, like, watch it for the... Go like, you can literally watch it for one scene, which is a great scene, by the way, which is when uh, all these people go onto a bus. Uh, let's call them influencers, because that's <laughs> what they call them on the uh, in the movie. Okay. Got onto a bus, and then... What's his name? Uh, Leatherface comes onto the bus with his chainsaw. Mm -hmm. And of course, everyone's like Instagram living it. And they're like, hey, bro, you try anything, you're going to get canceled. And it's <laughs> like... Jesus Christ, this is really fucking bad. <laughs> and then he just proceeds to have a ball in there, <laughs> killing and cutting people up. And I was like, this is fucking great. This is the best <laughs> scene in the movie. And then, of course, it just, like, goes away. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it was uh, not good. I would not highly not recommend. <laughs> okay, deal. All right, Dragon. Mm -hmm. All right, let's move on. Next, I saw a little TV show on the HBO machine. Mm -hmm. Now, this one is called Peacemaker. Okay. Dragon? Yep. This one is starring one of your favorite of all the thick boys. All right? <laughs> yep. John Cena. I have also seen this. What? Yeah, I saw Peacemaker. I saw the whole oh, thing. Like the... Did oh, I not okay. talk about it on oh. here? No, you didn't talk about this at all. Oh, weird. Or maybe you did. I just don't listen. I don't. No, you know what? I'm looking back at my notes. I don't think I did. My bad. I, you're talking about oh. it, so it's okay. Anyway. Um, Dragon, I fucking love this show. I did too. I thought it was it really was... good. It was funny. It was fun. It was like big while also being like silly and stupid. Um, I love I love the characters because I, I I feel um, what's his name? Who's the guy who who, who made this? Uh, I don't I don't remember. Like the brainchild of it. Oh god! I have to look my it brain up. It's gonna. I hate myself right now. Hold on. I'm looking brain, it up. Why are you looking it up? Um, no, we gotta just keep going back and forth until we both figure it out. James Gunn. 
James Gunn. Okay. All right. So I feel like James Gunn is just great at putting weird characters together and just having them talk. Yeah. And just being like, oh, oh, I like them all now. <laughs> yeah. So and uh, basically, yeah, it was fucking good. I really, really liked it. Um, highly recommend. I don't want to go too much into it, but uh, no, I wouldn't yeah, either. I highly recommend this for I, for anyone. I agree. I think that I think the character stuff is really, really good. Um, they're just like fun people to be around generally, yeah. like fun characters to be around. So that was really nice. My fun. My favorite character was Eagly, obviously. Of course. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I also highly recommend. I think it was really, really good. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. No, highly recommend. Highly recommend. Um, uh, also, by the way, Dragon, I'm done with season one of Hannibal. <gasps> and you loved it. Do you want me to talk about it? I do want you to talk later? about it. Tell me. No, tell me. Okay. So, tell me everything. Uh, I believe when I, when I, after I first saw the first episode, I just texted you and I said, oh, okay, so this is just Dr. House meets, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Monk. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, I, I to, so far to me, it's like, it's good. Uh-huh. It's okay, but it's not great. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, like, I like the Hannibal Lecter, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I like him because I get to see more of him. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like, Silence of the Lambs, you get, like, maybe 15 minutes of him. Yeah, tops. Well, it's a and very here, different, it's a very different Hannibal, I think. Yeah. Mads Mikkelsen, yeah, I think, so. is a very particular Hannibal. Yeah. And I, I do li- I do like him, but it's just, like, uh, I wouldn't say it's better yet, but it's also because, like, I'm comparing 15 minutes to, you know, fucking so far 13, 13 episodes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the only thing that I don't like is how uh, the main character, Will Graham, mm-hmm. basically walks into a, a crime scene and then recreates it, putting himself <laughs> into the thing. Right. And I'm just like, like, uh, that's why I compare it to Mon- Monk, because he basically does the Monk thing. <laughs> and then suddenly he's like, oh, I've figured out exactly what's happening. Yeah. And it's like, uh, I kind of liked Monk more because Monk would actually like show you how he came to that conclusion. Mm-hmm. Whereas him, I'm like, well, he just comes in, he does magic, he uses his magic powers, and then he figures out like what what the bad guy's doing. I mean, I have zero problems with that. I love it. No, I, I know. It's just I, I wish there was just a little bit where they would hint at why he figured these things out, rather than me just having to be like, well, he has magic. That's it's it's because he has quote pure empathy, Bruno. Yeah, he's magic powers. Magic powers. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> okay, no, that, that's fine. I just wish I wish that's my one wish on the show. It's like. I wish there wasn't such a big leap from the magic powers. I wish it was a little more explained instead I mean, of it just being magic powers. They they explain it by saying he has pure empathy. Like he's able to put himself in anybody's yeah, I shoes. I, I get it. He he comes in, he has a top hat, he's got a little <laughs> and he fucking does magic. <laughs> You're so difficult. I love this show so much, just, obviously. I'm just saying. It's, it's just like it's magic. It's just like we don't want to explain it. So it's just going to be magic. That's fine. I You know you know me though. I like I, I love the visuals of the show more than anything. And I like the mood of the show. Yeah. Which is why it's my, like, weird comfort show. <laughs> but I was like, can you see yourself uh, watching this for comfort? No. <laughs> over no. and over again? <laughs> no. Instead, I'm going to just watch uh, really bad fucking um, <laughs> movies on Tubi. <laughs> well, the thing about it is, like, every vignette, like, every crime scene that they show would be, like, a background that I would use on my phone. <laughs> it's, like, weird. <laughs> okay, the amount of serial killers is just insane not just serial killers but like the serial killers who are like big and elaborate yeah like right the ones who would all make the news and i'm like yo you only get these once in a while and then and they're all like within a 50 mile radius of like baltimore <laughs> yeah, <some> yeah, right? <laughs> it makes zero sense and i'm like first off the, the like the the they're all killing white people and i'm like well they would be caught immediately yeah <laughs> you, you gotta make it a little more believable if you're gonna do that yeah 
It doesn't make and any also sense. Also, I'm like, how how do people not just like report all these people missing? It's weird. <laughs> Why would you do that? But you know what? what? You know what? I don't know. I don't live in Baltimore, so I guess I don't know, right? <laughs> yeah, you don't know. Anyway, I'm glad that you love it and are obsessed with it like I am. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay, what else, uh, Berta? Well, now now that my chick is go, uh, back to working, because uh-huh. she had uh, last week off, because, you know, school. Yeah. Yep. Um, we won't be able to just smash out a season in so quickly. So, but we'll definitely slow down. But we'll yeah. we'll finish it. Yeah, that makes I'll sense. tell you how much I hate it afterwards. The second season gets weird. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> yeah, I already see it. It's already starting to get weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, weirder than the mo- the whole show already is. Can you believe though, Berto, that this show aired on like NBC? Yeah, that's insane to me. It, it doesn't make any fucking sense. I don't know how or why. <laughs> they were like, "Well, we won't just won't show the blood, and then we're good, right?" Yeah. <laughs> Uh, i feel like my my theory is that it's so arty that they're like sure <laughs> it's fine uh, okay move my on my theory on. is that they're like look you can you can show all the death and murder and everything you want but uh if anyone says a curse word i will fucking i will fucking end you exactly exactly correct uh, uh, okay right, bro, what, what else did you watch all right so i'll just finish it off with two movies uh, number one, I saw a movie called Stealth. Mm-hmm. This came out in 2005. If you don't remember, this was right after Jamie Foxx won his Oscar. He did this movie. And uh, it was just a bad action movie. I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. it was it's, it's just an action movie. It's like yeah. Just there. Nothing to remember it by. Yeah. Just stupid. It's about an AI. It's about this, this team of three who then, uh, like, they get a fourth member. And the fourth member is actually uh, an AI ship. And then they have to go, you know, of course it goes rogue because, you know, you can't have a, an AI machine without it going rogue. And <laughs> trying, thinking to itself, we have to kill humans. Exactly. Just, you know, just fucking the same story over and over again. <laughs> but this time they're all fighter pilots. So that's, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Okay. Sounds great. Highly recommend. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. No, no. no don't watch yeah. it. Okay. It's fair. Stupid. Uh, that one's on Hulu, by the way. Thank you. And then uh, finally, oh, by the way, I, I don't think I said it, but um, Peacemaker's on HBO. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. And now finally, uh, I saw a little movie on Tubi, Dragon. Mm-hmm. It's called uh, Tubi, Berto's Tubi Bad Terrible. What is it? <laughs> Berto's Terrible Tubi Horror Movies. Terrible Tubi Corner or something like that. Yeah. Um, I saw a movie called Escape Room. And I know what you're thinking. Uh-huh. The one from tw- 2019? Like, <laughs> no, no, no. I saw the one from 2017. <laughs> <laughs> With the same title. Okay. Um. Honestly, for some reason, in the last five years or so, uh, ever since the escape room craze became big, they've been making so many horror movies about escape rooms. This I mean, probably it's easy. Probably the th- I'm sorry. It's easy to do. This is probably the third or fourth uh, escape room horror movie I've seen. <laughs> and I'm like, this just seems so like simple. <laughs> And, like, it's kind of just easy. You just put these people together and then, like, hey, you got to do an escape room except death. <laughs> well, I my, uh, yeah. I personally think – I think that there are so many escape room movies because uh, they are a – like, you only need one location, right? Like, you, you, like, don't need that much set decoration. It's just, like, five people in a single room and things are yeah. happening. Right. I, I'm sure they're very easy to make in, in terms of that. Yeah, no, you're 100% right. You just need someone to, uh, you know, make it the decorations look like an, es- an escape room. Yeah. And then you just have to come up with clever escape room stuff, which is, you know, things that would never make sense at all. <laughs> Correct. You, no one would ever solve these puzzles. <laughs> and then, yeah, okay, all right, all right, good, escape room, and then done. 
But yeah, this one was not good. I'm sure I'll find one that I'm sure there's one or two that might be very good. Yeah. Or decent. Yeah. But this was not one of them. So. Okay. Fair enough. Berto, have you ever done an escape room? No. No. I have I haven't either and in fact I will refuse to ever do one. It it is the kind of fun that I really really dislike. My chick says and claims that she can't she won't be able to do an escape room with me because I'll just solve it too quickly. And I'm like no that's not how that works. No. If anything I would be the last one to solve it because of my brain is trying too hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the stupid simple thing your your brain just like couldn't get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm also like my bra- I don't I don't think like that. Like you you ask me some fucking mindless pointless question about fucking something that happened in the 1950s and I'll give you a long elaborate answer to it. <laughs> but you ask me like, "Hey, Berto, solve this quick puzzle." I'll be like, "Oh, duh, stupid." Yeah. I also I, I you know, I just really dislike games. And I feel like escape room is like one big forced game that you have I to do. I do, I do it's ugh. like I'm being pranked. It not even pranked. It's just like, look, I already don't want to play like a board game. This is like a board game, but worse. Okay, here's a better question. Yeah. What if we brought? What if I brought you to an escape room? Mm-hmm. But I said, Dragon, you get to wear a seatbelt when you do it. <laughs> no, still hard pass. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, okay. Well, I will be sure not to watch this. <laughs> well, you know, if you change your mind, it's on Tubi. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh. Should should we move on, Bruno? All right, let's move on to the final segment. Dragon. Okay, a little segment we call Dragon at the Movies. Now, Dragon, mm-hmm. I got to pick this week, and because it's Thick March, Thick Boy, Thick Boy. Uh, I'm sorry. Yep. It's because it's Thick Boy March. Mm-hmm. I decided to pick one of your OG Thick Boys, Dragon. <laughs> a little movie by Jean Claude Van Damme. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one is Double Team. Yes. It's directed by, and I'm going to fuck up the name because, of course, why wouldn't I fuck up the name? <laughs> Sue Hark? Hark? I, yeah, Suey Hark, maybe? I have no idea. Sue, yeah, it sounds about right. Yep. One, one of those two got it right. <laughs> Neither I'm of us got it right for sure. I, I'm going to guess it's you because I can't even get the English names right. <laughs> uh, um, so it's starring Jean-Claude Van Damme. Mm-hmm. It's starring uh, your, your, one of your... Favorite, well, he's not thick, but he's tall. One of your favorite <laughs> tall boys, Dennis Rodman. Okay. And then an OG thick boy, Mickey yeah. Rourke. Yeah, it, this it one sure does. an hour and 33 minutes. It came out in 1997, and it was on Netflix. Dragon? Yeah. Why don't you give me one of your world famous <laughs> Dragon at the Movies synopsis? Jeez, how do you even, how do you even summarize this? So it's, uh, okay, so it's basically Jean-Claude Van Damme is like a retired CIA agent who's Wife is pregnant, and so, of course, he's called up for one last job, um, and he has to kill Mickey Rourke, but he doesn't, and in the ensuing battle, Mickey Rourke's son dies, so then Mickey Rourke has to get event revenge uh, on, on him. That's the, that's the synopsis. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm going to say yes. I mean, well, no, I'm going to say you got it wrong, but I'm going <laughs> to also say that this is a fool's yes. No one could get this right. It's impossible. It's impossible. Uh, it it's it's like one of those things where like it hits every trope right of the genre where it's like retired comes out of retirement for one last job job goes bad has to fix whatever happened to make that job go bad. His wife is of course in peril. Some family member is yeah. usually a wife or a kid, but you know sometimes you both. Wife on phone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then the end, he wins. Like that's the. He has to team up with someone who's also uh, got the name. Yep. You know, he proves to him that he has a heart of gold. Yep. And then uh, 
because they team up. They then team up against the bad guy who, of yep. course, has a big... F they have a big fight in some major place, of course, the Coliseum. Yep. <laughs> and for some reason, they're shirtless. <laughs> yep, sure. I mean, listen, if you're going to fight in the Coliseum, you there's like a rule. Mickey <laughs> Rourke was like, I worked out and dieted like crazy for this. There's no way I'm fucking wearing a shirt for this last scene. Uh, fully, yes, 100%. Mickey Rourke also like... He, 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 this is the point where I feel like he's... He's had, like, a little bit of work done, maybe, but, like, not a ton. Like, he doesn't look like current-day Mickey Rourke looks, um, but he's starting to get there. Yeah. he. I forgot what he, what happened to his face, he, but it wasn't, like, it didn't look like that before. He no. Was like heartthrob at he, one point. Yeah. So he said, I believe, he said that, you know, he was a boxer and he broke his nose really badly and he had to have surgery because of that. He claims he has never gotten any other work done. Oh, well, of course, then that makes sense. Yeah. I think it sure. just looks like he had a lot of Botox. I think he, he did have a lot of Botox. Or like a fake slift, maybe? It, and yeah. then he just... And if anything, I like him looking better the way he looks now. Yeah. Or the way he looked in this movie because it, his face has a lot more character to it. Yeah. Yeah. Rather I've... than, like, just being a pretty boy. Yeah, I'll give like you that. A, he, he looks like a fucking great, like, bad guy. He, do, he, he does. You know what's really funny? Um, me and Andrew just watched... Uh, Andrew, I, Andrew and I? Just watched Iron Man 2 with commentary. Yes. Um, from the blank check guys. And Mickey Rourke is the bad guy in Iron Man yeah. 2, which I didn't remember. Um, mm -hmm. So that was an interesting, fun fun thing to be like, oh, Mickey Rourke, like, I don't know, what, 13 years later, um, looking how, we, how he looks now, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it was interesting to see him in the 90s and then see him there in like 2010, I think. Accent. And he had that. Which, <laughs> I'm assuming is going to get him canceled. Now. Yeah, for sure. Nowadays. Yeah, nowadays. In the times we live in. Brain. In the current, in this climate, Berto. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so that that was interesting. Yeah. It, it. So here's a fun fact about this movie. I had seen it before. But I did not remember yeah, that I had seen it because they're all the same. So it wasn't until they got to the Coliseum and I was like, oh, <laughs> for sure I've seen this. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's, let's get into this movie, Dragon. Yeah. Okay. 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 One. Yes. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say the first thing that I really enjoyed about this is the, the, the font for the opening credits is like that it's so 90s it's like a weird like comic sans sort of style like white and black font with it with a with a highlight of green uh not green orange in the background loved yeah, it 100 loved it i was like this Just is perfect so so silly so ridiculous it's so 90s very nickelodeon um, in a weird way i also like the fact that the movie starts with a tank chase scene uh -huh. that doesn't even begin he just winds up in a place and he's like, I have to steal the tank. Yep. And he's like, I have to steal the tank. Are we going to show how we got in there? No. He's going to start <laughs> off staring at the tank. <laughs> then it's like, all right, I have to get out. And then he has a quick car chase to the point where he doesn't even like get away. <laughs> nope. And then they're like, all right, the movie has started. And then they never go back to that at all. No. Why would they go? It was just a weird like car chase opening set piece that didn't matter in any way, shape or form and didn't make sense. And, and and didn't begin or end. <laughs> it was like we saw the the middle of an action scene without the setup <laughs> or the conclusion. It, you know what it seemed like? It seemed like they were like, "Hey, we, so we got this like tank car thing, right? This like truck, and we're gonna we're gonna be able to put it over the side of this cliff. Um, should we set it up or no? No, no, just film it. Just film like, that. F film it, and we'll figure out how to put it into the movie later. And, and that was it. Never did. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they put it into the movie. They just, like, didn't figure it out. <laughs> it was very, it was one of those things where I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, man.
um yeah so that that was fun that and then we also awesome. we also get this like opening like voiceover work yeah. that i was truly like is this supposed to be adr like is this supposed to be lines that are actually happening right now or is this a just straight this voiceover movie, a lot of this movie is adr yes i noticed that and there's a lot of adrs in this movie and yeah. it's mostly to like punch in, in a joke in yeah. certain situations or shit like that but they'll like, 80 oh they'll like, adr apart though where like the characters you can't even see their faces it's or like you can kind of see their faces and you know damn well they are not actually moving their lips but yet they adr to line in like <laughs> there was yeah. a lot of that and oh my god and uh yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, let me just say that. I, I I honestly was like, I'm having a lot of fun watching this stupid movie, <laughs> despite the fact that it's so stupid. Yeah. Um, I mean, we have the, the, the next part, which is, of course, Jean-Claude Van Damme is retired. Uh-huh. He's rich for some reason. <laughs> sure. And he's, he's got a wife with their first baby. I mean, he's swimming in his swimming pool. And then the guy comes in and he's like, we got one last job for you. Yep. And it's to get your the, nem- the, 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 the ultimate bad guy, your yep. nemesis, mm-hmm. Stark. Was it Stark? I'm sorry. Stravis. Stravis, yeah. I, I was going to say, I have no idea what his name was. You Stravis. gun to my head, I wouldn't have been able to tell you. <laughs> Do you remember what Jean-Claude Van Damme's name is? I, it's like Jack or something like yes. that. Yeah. Jack. Jack. There's obviously French or, well, he's, I mean, he's, he's Belgian, but he's French man. Yeah. His name is Jack. I like that his his uh, house is like in the south of France on like this beautiful cliffside. <laughs> it's like, what? yeah sure sure why would he come out of retirement for this that doesn't even make any sense his wife is like an art and a baby on the way person but why why would they bring him back in when he has so much to lose this is like a suicide mission and we're bringing you back in not a suicide mission but this is a lot of risk you were trying to take down the number one terrorist in the world and uh we bring you back and we're bringing you in who has so much to lose yeah. Like, no, get the fuck out of here. Let's bring in someone who's who's number one, 20 years old, so he has no <laughs> sense of what's right and wrong in the world. <laughs> and we can just program to be like, we have to kill this man. He's the ultimate evil. I don't care if you have to. Ki- I don't care if you have to kill a child to kill this man. <laughs> Do it. Well, the point, the whole point is like Jean Claude Van Damme got himself into this mess because he didn't want to shoot while there was a kid present. If he had just done that yeah. to begin with, we wouldn't. He wouldn't have been in this tr- in this trouble. It would have been a one and done. Yeah. Can, this can is I to be say, fair this is exactly how i think the cia operates <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> except without getting the 45 year old john claw or whatever whatever age he is in this 45 year old john claw van damme back in to just be like we got one more mission for you it's like no we're gonna go with the young hungry guy yeah who's looking to to kill stavo stravo so he can get a promotion <laughs> yeah exactly exactly although the the uh trying to kill him at a fair for some reason just that does seem like right that seems about right <laughs> why don't you why don't you okay we spotted him at the fair why don't we just follow him when he's leaving and then kill him when there's less people around why did you, you they set up multiple snipers in a crowded fair <laughs> that was their We've, plan my favorite thing is, of course, Jean-Claude Van Damme, is, he's needed because he needs to say that, no, wait, Stravos is left-handed, and then the guy they were following was right-handed. <laughs> Can I just say, his, yeah. his intro, Mickey Rourke's intro into this is like the ultimate badass bad guy <laughs> intro. He steps out of a car that's exploding and doesn't even look back as it explodes. <laughs> yep, as you do. Is no, that not what you do, Bruno? You step out of a car exploding? You don't even, you don't even think twice? <laughs> Yeah, and of course, before this, before this, this is when we meet uh, your bo- your your tall boy, mm-hmm. Dennis Rodman. 
Yep. In uh, Ooh. Antwerp, which looks like a lot of fun, by the way. I was yeah. like, man, uh, man me, party it up. Now, I don't know if you, you're aware of this, but did you know that Dennis Rodman is a basketball player? I did. Yes. You know, well, you, don't worry. <laughs> you didn't know because he will let people know that he is a basketball player by making every fucking basketball reference imaginable. Every single one. I did. It, it yes. was it was fun to me to see how tall Dennis Rodman is compared to Jean Claude Van Damme. Just insane, just yeah. insanely tall, and he's also thin. So yeah. when he's like doing stuff like picking people up, I'm like, there's no way he has the muscle structure for that. Like, <laughs> he, he is sir, has, he is not a power lifter. I will say that he has the ability to jump very high, and he's also like I'm gonna say he's six foot seven, uh-huh. and can and is athletic. Yes. That is an amazing thing at, to, on its own. The ability for him to pick someone up by the hand and throw him across the fucking room is impossible. <laughs> yeah, it, it really doesn't make any sense. Like physics, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And then, of course, you see their playful banter back and forth. Yep. Like, oh, these guys are going to be best friends. It was really bad. It was really bad banter. <laughs> Dennis Rodman, you were right. He is, in fact, 6'7". Oh, nice. That yeah. was a blind guess, by the way. Yeah. It was a very good but, blind yeah, guess. You see Dennis Rodman. He's in his uh, colorful outfits. Super tall, <laughs> his nice little quips, and he's an arms dealer that deals to good guys. I'm guessing. I, I guess the whole so the 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 least believable thing in this whole in this whole movie to me was that the arms dealer would allow somebody to buy something on credit. <laughs> it was like truly. I was oh, like, but it was the CIA's credit. Yeah, but but or, or with no the, the European sure 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 version of the CIA, but with no like actual. Like he was just like, oh, I have C. Uh, don't worry, I have CIA bank accounts. I'll give you the codes oh, oh, for okay, them yeah. later. That's the, the second part. Okay. Oh, the second part. Yeah, sorry, sorry. The first one, he comes in with cash. Oh, yes, yes. I'm yes. assuming because, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's cash. Yeah. It's the first time they're meeting. Why would I give you credit? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Anyway, I th- I thought that was very funny. The, 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 the whole like Dennis Rodman stuff. His intro is really. It's just insane. It's so weird. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so I mean, you, you get to see them fucking hanging out and all this stuff. And uh, by the way, in my notes, I wrote that this movie is moving fucking fast. It Thank is going. It is not. It is not fucking around with what it's doing. They go. They, this is everything we described is in like the first ten minutes. Of the yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> well, it's a short movie. It's only an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, I, I agree. Honestly, it was honestly that was the best part. Well, here- I was like, if they had fit in 30 more minutes i would have just been like oh god this is fucking terrible i mean honestly I even even with the extremely short it lost me in the middle there there was a point where i was certainly not paying attention i was like oh I fuck whoops you're the only person <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I so, yeah go yeah so of course john Cole van damme goes on foot trying to chase mickey Rourke stravos mm-hmm. and uh of course they go to a hospital and saving a baby's life john Cole van damme gets I guess knocked out to which Mickey Rourke is just like, well, I guess I'll just leave him there and leave. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make any sense. But the, so that fight scene, that fight scene in a NICU is like, <laughs> I was like, in no way, shape or form does this make any fucking sense? How, Where like, were the nurses who were sitting there to be like, let me not leave uh, 12 babies by themselves. Well, so they, they showed like two dead bodies, right? So like it, it, it imp- implied that Stavros had like, killed the people who are working at the hospital but there are only like two by the way and and dark and like completely abandoned like what are you talking about even if it's the middle of the night hospitals are never dark ever it would have made more sense if it was an abandoned hospital yeah 
but yeah, like, it, you couldn't have the babies in there. Exactly. Then you wouldn't have the the baby plot device. I was and what what, what my, in my notes when I for that part all I wrote down was that baby's deaf now. Like oh, 100%. 100%. Every baby there are a shocking number of babies in this movie. A shocking number of babies. Can, can I just say that this is a common trope in all Jean-Claude Van Damme movies is that for some reason Jean-Claude Van Damme has to show that he's a good guy uh-huh. by um saving a baby him with children and saving a baby. It's kind of like a there's a there was a screenwriter book mm-hmm. called the uh, Save the Cat mm-hmm. which it's basically one of the rules of writing a screenplay is you have to have your main character do a good thing yeah. in the very beginning so that we as the audience are like, "Oh, okay, I'm with him." <laughs> yeah. And it, Jean-Claude Van Damme has taken that to the ex- absolute extreme. It's like every single movie that I have, I'm going to start off with me overly showing that I'm a great guy. Uh-huh. So it has to be me saving a child, saving a baby. There's a movie called The Quest. And Dragon, we are going to watch that movie. Today, where he literally has a giant, like he has an army of fucking orphans that he has to go and win some fucking fight, some some, some like tournament just to, to, to save them in some way. With with an army of orphans? Well, no, no. <laughs> Do <laughs> they the fight? Like the <laughs> army of orphans is in the first two minutes, and then the movie happens. And then at the last scene, there's voiceover of him going, and the children were okay. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> oh, thank God for that voiceover. We never know. You watch that movie, Dragon. I swear to you, once it becomes... I'm every Just like how you check if the Vavitch is streaming anywhere, yeah. <laughs> I check that if that movie is streaming anywhere. <laughs> Me and me and the witch every 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 week and every week it disappoints me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, he he gets knocked out, right? Yeah. And he wakes up and he's suddenly in this place called the colony. Yes. Which again, I don't understand what the fuck the colony is. I, they all they do is investigate um, crime, uh, yes, international crimes, and be like, are there terrorists? But and then even they give advice. Even that. Was like it seemed like they were trying to be tricked because the U.S. is the one that did one of the terrorists. Like they were the one that did the thing. Kind of, yeah. The U.S. was like, let's fly, let's fly a. So in the in the example they gave, a the North Koreans shot down a plane. Yeah. Filled with uh, people. Yeah. And they said a thousand people died, and then Jean Claude Van Damme was like, no, this doesn't make any sense. And then he like zoomed in. <laughs> Horrible Jean Claude like, right Van Damme. <laughs> what was that? Horrible Jean Claude Van Damme. Uh, I do perfect. I do perfect impersonations. So <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> he he like is like one second. Oh, let me zoom in. I I can't do Belgium by the way. Yeah, I know. I so neither can I. In and he's like, oh my god. I guess I'll just do like a different accent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Jean Claude Van Damme's like, oh, let no, me zoom in. <laughs> and then he zooms in and he's like, oh, look at this. <laughs> I, I don't know what accent that is. I don't either. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Van Damme zooms in, and then he's like, "Oh, it, it turns out there's a stealth fly, uh, stealth bomber, or not bomber, stealth like uh, someone taking like pictures, mm-hmm. flying close to the airplane. Mm-hmm. So they were using the airplane as like cloak, and then they just fly away before the plane explodes. And I was like, oh, the U.S. sacrificed the airplane, yeah, to." Uh, in order to get some reconnaissance photo. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense at all. It doesn't make any sense. It, it also is one of those things where I was like, but they knew that they, they knew that that happened already. So like, why are they bothering to come to these like secret CIA people who are no, supposed no, to be? They thought, they thought the North Koreans just shot down an airplane. Right. But what I'm saying is 
like the colony is run by the United States, is it not? No, it's I don't know. They don't say who it's run by. Oh, I guess I just I'm assume. assuming it's British because most of the people there were British. Were they? I th- at least three people that they sent off to were British. <laughs> oh well, I'm guessing as as we've established, I don't know accents. <laughs> that is that is oh, true. Oh, cheerio! <laughs> Just yeah. do that as John Cole Van Damme accent. Cheerio. Oh, look, I think if I zoom in, there is another airplane. Uh, that is I also not a British accent. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Well, the weird the, the weird thing about John Cole Van Damme, while I was watching this, I was like, okay, so things that John Cole Van Damme is extremely, extremely good at, splits, right? Very good right. at splits. Uh, he's all bodied up, right? He's a, he's a very... Push-ups. He's, yeah, he's good at he, he's good at the sports, the the sporty mm-hmm. things. Uh, what he's bad at sport. athletics. Yes, he's good. He's very athletic. He's very bad at delivering lines and dialogue. <laughs> he doesn't show any emotion throughout this whole movie. He does not emote once. It's just flat. The eighty yard <laughs> lines are flat. His actual mm-hmm. lines are flat. It's the flattest of flat performances. I, I was like, he's literally not emoted once. This is insane. <laughs> Are you saying you need your lead actor to have emotions? I'm saying like it would be nice if he acted like a little bit. Like Mickey Rourke acting his little butt off. Okay. Dennis Rodman sort of acting his butt off being Dennis Rodman. I actually think that's just kind of how Dennis Rodman was. I don't, like maybe he didn't even know he was in a movie. I agree. I agree. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it just it's so weird. It's like a have you ever met a dog without a personality, but that's like a really cute dog? Um, Yes. That's kind of how I feel about Jean-Claude Van Damme. Like, he's okay. very, he's, like, real fun to look at, right? He does some fun stuff, but he doesn't really, like, you, like, can't interact with him on, like, a any other level. Like, it's very surface. There's nothing there beyond that. That's how it feels. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, anyway, that's my, that's my end, end rant on Jean-Claude Van Damme. Okay. Um, so, he, okay, so basically he's on the colony and he's like i gotta escape here because my babies do yes. I, got, I don't know if you know this but i got a bun in the oven and i gotta get there so that uh-huh. i get there in time for the baby right save the baby so he basically comes up with this big elaborate plan to escape which involves him working out stretching doing pull-ups uh and then holding his breath mm-hmm. oh one second sorry about that Sorry about that, everybody. Okay. Whew. So, uh, just I, say I regret. Yeah, I regret what I said about Jean Claude Van Damme right then. <laughs> I also want to apologize to British people for the accent that I put on. Um, you know, I'm deeply sorry, and uh, you know, there's a bunch of other people I'll have to. Uh, you know what? They're almost British, so. Anyway. I would say it'll never happen again, but it totally will. <laughs> oh, it's gonna happen probably in about five minutes. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So um, basically, he he does a bunch of push-ups. He, done, he stretches a bunch and mm-hmm. he keeps doing this thing where he's just spinning, spinning for some reason. I don't understand. He climbs up on his, uh, on his door in that little door frame and then just keeps spinning by doing pull-ups. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand his workout regimen, but sure. <laughs> all right. Holding his breath. And then he's like, I'm going to get out of this. And he comes up with this elaborate plan that includes him taking, cu- cutting off his fingernail and putting it on the, uh, the his fingerprint. <laughs> Yeah, and then he just jumps in the water, and I'm like, I, all right, I guess his plan was to jump in the water and then be like, I'll wing it from here. Mm-hmm. So that works out. <laughs> of course <laughs> it does. It's Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> yeah, he gets out. 
first person ever to escape the colony. So my favorite, my favorite part of this whole escape is that he's underwater, right? And the guy yes. with scuba gear comes up behind him, and he again underwater puts a plastic bag <laughs> over Shakovid. Get the plastic bag. What? Doesn't want to kill him. So instead, he just takes out the, the oxygen thing, breathes some oxygen, comes up, and then when the lasers come on, the guy's dead. I just, I was like... It, oh. Not just that. The guy explodes. He explodes. <laughs> he explodes. Well, the oxygen tank probably would have exploded. So the, my, my, my question is, he's already underwater. Why did you put a plastic bag over his head? <laughs> <laughs> What's funny that you didn't think of that? He's already, he's already not breathing because he's underwater. Are you saying that? It was truly one of the fun. I laughed out loud. I was like, "You, this doesn't make sense." Okay, I got to. I have to admit, I didn't even think about that, but it's the funniest fucking point. Oh my god, that's so hilarious. <laughs> It's like you know, I like I don't I don't even know what else to compare it to. You're he's already yeah, not breathing. Basically, you're putting a hat on a hat. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Okay. All right. Anyway. So next. Yes. Okay. So okay, but I'm sorry. Before we before we move on, how did Mickey Rourke know about the colony? I don't. I don't know. He somehow knew Jean-Claude Van Damme was alive, but didn't go back and kill him when he was fucking, like, passed out. No. And almost dead. I don't understand. And then this whole time, he, what he actually did was he uh, hired his wife as an art curator. Mm-hmm. And um, now he's just like, oh, now guess what? Now, now you're near me, so I'm going to just, you know, I don't know, fuck with you or some shit. I'm honestly not sure what, he was gonna, what his plan was. Yeah, unclear. The unclear. Plan, I guess, was the baby comes out, and that's when I confront Jean-Claude Van Damme, because I'm assuming... That he's gonna escape before then. <laughs> I guess I it it really doesn't make any sense. Well, so I I was like, well, maybe maybe Mickey Rourke was like, well, you killed my son, so I'm gonna steal yours. It, it would have made more I guess. sense if Mickey Rourke ran the colony somehow, mm-hmm. or was in involved in the people who who knew about the colony, because it also seemed like the colony was bad guys. Because mm-hmm. they the first thing they do is they're like, okay, we gotta hunt down Jean Claude Van Damme and kill him or get him back somehow. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know. You know what, Dragon? I don't know. This is, this is, I'm asking more questions than yeah. you wanted yeah. to listen Yeah, about. listen, you, you were thinking about this too hard. There, we, they just needed a plot device to get Jean-Claude Van Damme to fight, <laughs> to fight Mickey Rourke in, and a tiger. No, no. They <laughs> honestly needed a plot device to be like, let's have a scene where Jean-Claude Van Damme's underwater, unable to breathe, and someone comes up to him with a plastic bag. <laughs> I just... It's just, I look in a movie with a lot of stupid things. I was like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Okay. Uh, I just want to know. I want to know in the room when they were writing it, and somebody brought that up. Do you think other people were like, but they're already underwater? And the guy was like, no, 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 believe me, believe me, it'll be so cool. It'll be so. It'll look so cool. (laughs) It doesn't look cool. It doesn't make sense. No. Okay. Oh man, that's funny. All right. Yeah. So. Basically, Jean-Claude Van Damme comes back out. Yeah. He comes back, and the first person he hits up is Dennis Rodman. How does he get to Dennis Rodman? How is he moving around with no money, no passports, nothing? Who the fuck knows? Mm-hmm. But he's now meets up with Dennis Rodman, and he's like, I need I need guns, and uh, I don't have money. But I have mm-hmm. CIA encrypted accounts, 
and uh, I'll give you the I'll give you the stuff once once I uh, get everything. I'll give you the passcodes to it once I get it. Yeah. Which of course turns out to be a lie. Mm-hmm. Because you know there are no fucking. Well, he has encrypted accounts, but they're also empty. Yeah. Why he has those encrypted accounts? Why are they empty? It I don't d- fucking know. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Um, but yeah, so the first thing he does is Dennis Rodman gives him a bunch of guns, and then uh, instead of giving him a parachute, mm-hmm. <laughs> dragon. This is another part where you find out that uh, Dennis Rodman is a basketball player. Yep. They jump out of an airplane, and then uh, what's it called? A basketball deploys. <laughs> yep. And then they land nice and softly, which doesn't make any sense, but okay. Sure doesn't. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, that whole thing, it was one of those things where I was like mildly paying attention. And I looked at the screen and I was like, what is happening right right now? The whole thing is just silly. Now, um, remember how I said that Jean-Claude Van Damme has to be the ultimate good guy in all his movies? Yeah. (laughs) He then goes to his own house to, you know, quote unquote, get his, his wife. And, like, it's just filled with bad guys that he just shoots and blows up and fucking, yep. like, grenades and all that fun stuff. Uh-huh. Um, As you do. He can't even shoot. He can't shoot a woman because that would be wrong. He can't even shoot a man dressed up as a woman <laughs> <laughs> pointing a gun at him because, of course, that's, that's, that's wrong. I hated that so much. I was like, Jean-Claude Van Damme, are you telling me that you, a woman you're, who literally is shooting you, it doesn't make sense. Your morality is so strong that a a woman shooting you wouldn't shoot at a woman shooting you. You wouldn't even shoot at a man dressed up as a woman shooting you. Sexist. That's what that is. It's sexist. <laughs> and then that's when you find out. That's when Rodman finds out that he's not going to get paid, but mm-hmm. then he finds out like, "Wait a minute. Jean-Claude Van Damme, your 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 uh he's got your wife and your unborn son?" <sighs> All right. He told me this earlier cause I'll do it for family. free. <laughs> family. You know why? Because fucking family, right? <laughs> sure. He, we are bringing in the fucking, uh, the goddamn Fast and Furious logic now. <laughs> yeah, we are. I mean, honestly, we've already kind of had it. <laughs> <laughs> but it is certainly yeah. like fully in there now that Dennis Rodman, the arms dealer, is doing this for free. Yeah, now they're, they're BFFs and he's like, all right, I'm here until, I'm, I'm basically here until you need me. So he, of course, helps JC, uh, John Claude Van Damme mm-hmm. get a punk costume. <laughs> Yep. Or it's not really punk. It's more like weird 90s hippie. Weird 70s. Weird 90s like. Yeah. No, I, I'm going to say it's a punk. But no, I, don't I think, think it's it, a skateboard punk. Yeah. It's like a skateboarder. Like a ni- like hippie skateboarder with those circle, little tiny circle glasses and the weird yeah. wig. It just, it was weird. The whole thing was, was weird. Of course, John claude Van Damme gets distracted immediately once he sees his wife. I'm like, bro, aren't you like in the CIA? Aren't yeah. you like one of the best? Right. Your job is to see that and then be like. Let me look at everything around me just to make sure I don't fucking just run up to it like a fucking crazy person. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> he's the he's p- quite possibly the worst amazing, one. We have amazing fights, right? Dragon? Yeah. You yeah. loved all these fight scenes with all the basketball puns from oh Dennis Rodman. Oh, my God. There are like so many. Grabbing someone and just screaming air ball. <laughs> yeah, there's oh, so I'm going to give myself five points for that one. <laughs> there are so many fucking basketball references. I was like, chill out, man. And they're all ADR'd. Every line is ADR'd. 100% of them are ADR'd. And then, of course, you know, they do the whole fight sequence. And then, Dragon, we get to the best part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay? Cyber monks. <laughs> They're on the internet. Okay? Yep. These are monks. They're on the internet. But one of them stumbles across the internet and then, of course, sees a woman with big boobs. And he's like, what is going on? What is <laughs> going on? As if he doesn't understand what the fuck that is. Yep. 
And that's when they uh, they get hacked, and it's like, oh, you got to go here. And then, of course, it's like, all right, I got to go save my wife. Oh, I have to. <laughs> my wife. My wife. I have to go save her. Yep. And then, is that better? She, I honestly, I, I, I'm trying to remember what Jean-Claude Van Damme sounds like right now, and I truly can't. So go. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter. He doesn't emote any emotions in it. At no point was I worried about his wife because I'm like, I'm convinced that's not even his wife. It's probably <laughs> just fake. Because he obviously isn't acting like it. He goes, he fucking, of course, the person who saves his wife is actually the uh, nurse. Yeah. Who, I, I don't understand what Stravo's plan was. He just I... goes to a random hospital, not like he's going to go to a fucking place where, like, the, pe- the doctor works for him. I have no, I, again, I have no idea. I, it didn't make any sense. Yeah, and then he was like, all right, I'm going to take the baby and then put the baby in, um, in the middle of the Coliseum because mm-hmm. for some reason he's going to know to go there because yep. we're in Rome. I, yeah, I guess. I guess. And then Dennis, of course, Dennis Rodman. So basically they're going to have a fight. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, of course, Stra- Stavos is shirtless. So of course they're going to fight. And John claude and, and of course there's like mines everywhere. And now he's like, guess what? You're not going to fight me. You're going to fight this tiger. <laughs> Which like the okay, so my whole thing about this entire scene, which is like a solid ten minutes long, at least, at least. It's a very yes. long scene. Is I'm like, they play real fast and loose with this baby with this random tiger running around. Like not Agreed. only is are there like bad guys all over the place, but there is a fucking apex predator just wandering around and they just put this baby down in random locations and just leave it. <laughs> you'll be safe here baby in this random location that is not at all secured and is on the ground where a tiger can easily get you okay in the coliseum where it's dark damp fucking like anyone can just walk run by and be like is that a fucking baby and there are also landmines everywhere that are very easily marked <laughs> yeah. and of course dennis rodman comes by with a motorcycle and picks up the baby and is just swinging it around like a fucking <laughs> this like a hammer or something i thought and this is like, like oh no worry, the baby's gonna be fine yeah this is totally fine don't worry uh, of course, you get you get fucking shirtless Mickey Rourke in that. Mm-hmm. You get some hand-to-hand combat, right? Yeah. You get some landmine shenanigans. And then, you know, you get all that fun stuff. And then, of course, you know, they're fucking uh, Dennis Rodman does, I guess, at some point, picked mm. up the crosses <laughs> that were supposed to be signals for landmines and moves them around. And then Mickey Rourke, while him and uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme are fighting. Yeah. Uh, at some point, Mickey Rourke steps on a mine. Yep. And he's like, fuck. <laughs> All yes. right, I guess I have to stand here. And that unleashes an ex- – by the way, they, then they grab the baby and start running away. Yeah. And it unleashes an explosion that I don't think a landmine would do or even like 20 landmines I have. Do. I honestly have no idea how strong a landmine is. I know it's strong enough to blow off a limb. I know that it's strong enough to blow up a limb, but it's not strong enough to blow up a Coke machine. <laughs> there was so much Coca-Cola product placement in this movie. It was insane. <laughs> I was like, did they pay for the whole movie? (laughs) (laughs) It had to be. Like, Jesus Christ, literally, the the way they're saved from the big explosion is Dennis Rodman literally grabs a Coke machine, turns it, and then they all three people stand behind it, including the guy who was hunting Jean-Claude Van Damme. And at one point, like, they were telling Jean-Claude Van Damme where to go. Yeah. The, the the colony basically because they're trying to get because a bunch of them say that like Stra- Stravos is the big bad and they were all trying to get him and he was the last chance uh, yeah John Van that was the last chance to get him yeah I guess so uh, they're like also they're helping him but at the same time like 
Well, once you get them, we're going to take you back, I guess? I don't, I don't know what the fucking plan is. Unclear. And all I know is this baby is another baby that is also deaf because an explosion happened directly <laughs> near him. All right, that baby's never hearing again. There's no way. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, so basically an explosion, giant explosion happens in the Coliseum. And uh, my first question is, where the fuck are the cops? <laughs> not one then- not one police officer in, the, in this whole thing. The only And there there was a cop. Remember the cop on the horse? But it turned out he was working for Savaris. Oh, okay. So I guess the entire cop, all the cops were working for Savaris. Yeah, sure. He's got all of that money. And then, of course, we get the final scene of Jean-Claude Van Damme just exiting. He mm-hmm. exits, and no one, like, I'm like, oh, there's no scene of him, like, meeting up with his wife, with the child. There's no happy ending. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm assuming that he gets in the car, and then on their way there, he crashes the car because it was going so fast. Maybe mm-hmm. he crashed the car into one of the cops coming by. Yeah. And that's why the cops didn't show up. Sure. <laughs> that sounds right. Instead, the movie ends on Dennis Rodman standing in front of the, the, the destroyed Coliseum. Uh, dragon yeah it's bad what did you think of this movie i really it's it, it is it is like the a formulaic movie with some like babies added in and a tiger um i i honestly it was not my favorite thing to watch i was pretty bored through like half of it i would say and the other half i was just me being like what is happening <laughs> like why is this what is going on it was a lot of that it was a lot of that Okay. Yeah, I I would I I think there are better like uh, action movies from this era. Uh, like just watch like Rambo, <laughs> or like you know. Rambo is not from this era, but yeah. Well, okay, Bloodsport. Bloodsport is also not from this era. Is it not? I thought it's Blood... ten years. It's, it's it, Bloodsport is eighty eight. This movie came out in ninety seven. Oh shit! Maybe it's just because it's a late nineties movie, and at this that, point, that, so okay. they were done. Go ahead. A little fun fact. Right? Yeah, go. So. Bloodsport. I'm not, Bloodsport wasn't John Claude Van Damme's first movie. It was his first, um, like hit. Oh. That was the first one where everyone was like, "Oh my God, action movie!" And here's the new action star, Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Um, because of the split kicks and everything. <laughs> uh, and then he went on a run where he was making like two movies a year, and they were all like making money. So he did like Double Impact, Death Warrant, um, Lionheart, Kickboxer, uh-huh. fucking uh, Hard Target, Time Cop, Street Fighter. All these movies made money. Okay. And this movie was the first movie. It came out in 97. It was yeah. a fucking 10-year run where he could not he could not fail. And this is the first one that failed. Interesting. So this is the first movie where people suddenly were like, yeah, I'm kind of not, I kind of don't want to see this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think 97 is like the perfect time because that's when they started to like, that. that's also when he stopped making like movies that came out in the theaters and yeah. then started making like a lot more. Like direct, direct, to, to, direct yeah. to DVD ones. I mean, he got a couple more where they came out in the theater, but uh, then he started doing direct to theater movies and then every now and then he would come back. Yeah. And it, every single time he comes back, we're always like, oh my God. <laughs> like in Expendables 2, when I saw Jean-Claude Van Damme in Expendables 2, I was like, oh my fucking God. Yeah. Yes. Because it was very exciting. It's exciting for me to see that. Yeah. I mean, look, but, I, um, I like Jean-Claude Van Damme. It's just like not a good movie. This is not a good movie. He was also bad in this. Like he's actually, yeah. he's a decent actor. Yeah. Uh, in this one, he just uh, like, like, I think you, you know that properly, you know that perfectly when you're like, he just doesn't feel like he has any emotions. No, not at all. Yeah. And my, part of that might be that he just, he didn't have an actor to play off of. Mm. He had a fucking basketball player. Yeah. That is that is very very true, and even in Mickey Rourke, like they their interactions are all just like hand to hand combat. Like it's not like none of it is uh, 
I don't know. It, it's like not real acting, you know, or not acting in the emotional sense. Yeah. No, I agree with you. No. It just, it, man, it was just bad. It was just, it's, it's not good. Now, I picked this movie, Dragon, mm-hmm. for two movie, for two reasons. Number one, okay. yep. Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. Mm-hmm. Number two, this, this movie is fucking crazy. You cannot, I like, it is a fucking crazy movie, right? Mm-hmm. You got to give me that one. Mm-hmm. Now, and the final thing is because it, it like, oops, sorry, I just dropped something. That's okay. And the final thing is because it, it's just like the perfect, like, this is the 90s action movie, but like nothing makes sense. Yeah. Like you've just threw together so many cliches that it no longer has a concept. Uh-huh. So it was almost like, I guess like what I can say in Dragon is I picked this as an anti-movie. I wanted you to see this movie <laughs> so that then when you watch 90s action movies, you go, ah, I see all the I see all the cliches in this. Yeah. Because this one has them all. <laughs> <laughs> it has a team up that makes no sense. Yep. Yep. Because for some reason in this time they were like, you know what's better than having one action star? Having two action stars <laughs> and having them team up. And John Claude Van Damme can't team up with John Claude Van Damme. He did that already. Double <laughs> impact, okay? There were two Jean Claude Van Dammes. They played twin brothers. <laughs> I vaguely that like sounds vaguely familiar I've seen a lot of these movies I just like they all blend together in my head yeah um so okay okay let's let's go into final thoughts Dragon. okay um Dragon, what yes. are your final thoughts on this I you know it is it is what it is I there again there are better movies I don't think I have much more to say about it I I didn't love it I I wouldn't probably recommend that people watch it um not my favorite I don't think it's the best Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. And I think everybody knows that. Um, and I'm sure there's better stuff that like uh, Dennis Rodman is in as well. <laughs> um, oh, God, you're tempting me. You're I can't think of, I can't think of anything, but I'm sure there's that's movie, true. Dragon, that Dennis Rodman, I'm going to look it up right now. But I, I'm going to look it up and I'm going to, if we ever have to see this, I'm not for the podcast. We can't watch this for the podcast because <laughs> I think you would literally kill me. Okay. Um, there is a movie called uh simon says no oh, okay where dennis rodman more or less plays the same character <laughs> and his sidekick in this one is dane cook okay. oh my god and by the way dane cook is fucking like he's pretty funny in this movie <laughs> so uh, it's probably a movie that might be a little more fun just because dane cook is acting like dane cook and, mm. and dennis rodman is pr- i'm gonna say he's acting a little more he has a little more acting chops in it, okay. or a little more charismatic, but uh-huh. I honestly don't remember. Um, okay. But I will. I will not subject you to that. But one day, Dragon, we're gonna watch it together. Okay, that sounds good. I yep. We're not. We're definitely not doing it for the podcast. But okay. Um, anyway, those are those are my final thoughts. Berto, what about you? Final thoughts. Dragon, would you give this a oh. Smashly or a Trashly? I'd give it a Trashly. I I really don't think it's worth it, which is a shame. Yeah. Um, okay, Berto, what about you? Final thoughts? Uh, final thoughts. Yeah, I, I just think this is a, like, it just, like, the reason why I wanted you to watch it mm-hmm. is, number one, because uh, I do love these, like, 90s martial arts, 80s and 90s martial arts movies. Yeah. And this one, I just remember it being, like, crazy, <laughs> like, insane crazy. Yeah. And then I also just remember, like, this was just, like, the end of the era. This was just, like, the, when they, they basically shut it down and were, like, all right, we, like, it seems like the public is done with these movies. Mm-hmm because it just it had everything in it that just made them bad and and in in the good thing and finally the reason why i really made you watch it is because it's 90 minutes yeah you're gonna watch an action movie it's not gonna be two hours no 90 minutes i fully agree with you 
Yeah, because because I I think if they were like, oh, let's add another ten minutes, it would have just been like, no, oh, god, this is like it would have been unwatchable. Yeah, this is not, I don't think you would have like I'm not gonna say you didn't in, you didn't enjoy this movie. Yeah, but you didn't certainly weren't like, what the fuck is wrong with you? No, no, no. I mean, look, it, it's just one of those things where I was like, it, 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 there's just no like cohesiveness. There's no like good. Act, there's nothing to add to like the action, which is okay. I would say, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah. So I give this like a three out of ten, Dragon. Yeah, that checks out. That it, sounds it, about it, right. It approaches it approaches two out of ten. Yeah. Yeah, that again, that if, also sounds if, about right. Like, if, if John Claude Van Damme had done less kicks, mm-hmm. it would have been a 2 out of 10. Yeah. Let's just say that. I, did, I will say the plastic bag underwater thing made me laugh a lot. So <laughs> <laughs> <it's that. laughs> um, okay, Bruno, should we, should we talk about what we're going to watch next week? Um, oh, one, one last thing. Okay, There go. are a couple of movies. Like, and, and when I say a couple of movies, I mean like martial arts movies. Because, Dragon, you are a martial artist, right? Yes, sure. You are you are a martial artist. And Technically I like, true. Like, growing up, I've seen so many martial arts. Because the reason why I do fucking martial arts is not because, like, some... I did it because I fucking saw all these movies and were like, I wish I could do fucking karate kicks. <laughs> all right? That's why I started doing martial arts. Yep, okay? that makes sense, yeah. And there are a few movies that... Uh, there are a couple of movies that I want us to watch. And um, one of them is actually... <laughs> It's it's not gonna be blood sport because everyone's done blood sport. Yeah. Like I think you would love it. You'd have a fucking ball. It would be great. And like it's just it's it's been done too many times. Yeah, that's fair. I would prefer us to do the quest, which is blood sport, except written and directed by John Claude Van Damme. Oh God. <laughs> which is why it's insane. Okay. All right. Yeah. And then also I would like us to do a uh, Street Fighter. Okay. Which is like if you gave people a bunch of coke and then we're like, all right, we're gonna remake a fucking, <laughs> a, 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 uh, we're gonna remake a video game movie. That's what you would get. Okay, sounds and good. Those two, those are two that are starring John Clump and them. Okay. And then I have a couple others, but um, I just don't want to. I'd rather surprise you with them. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. When they become available. Well, the the good thing is I'm gonna be surprised no matter what because I'm not gonna remember that you said this. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. All right, Dragon. Why don't you, uh, since I chose this week, why don't you tell us what we're going to watch next week? Okay, so next week. So I considered keeping the Thick Boy theme going. And I was looking at movies and I was like, you know what? I don't really want to do that. So I ended up looking at Frances McDormand movies somehow. I made my way (laughs) to -hmm. Frances McDormand. And I was like, you know what movie that is supposed to be very good that I've actually never seen um, is Blood Simple. So it's 1984, Joel Cohen movie. Um, it's starring Francis McDormand, John Getz, um, Dan Hedaya, uh, and Emmett Walsh, and a couple other people. I've never seen it. It's supposed to be amazing. I'm really excited to watch it. It's it's one of those Coen Brothers movies, or one a Coen Brother movie that I've never seen, which is rare. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to get some young Francis McDormand in my life. Um, You're, let me just see if I understand this right. Yeah. You're telling me, then that uh, Dan Hedaya. Mm-hmm. Hedaya? Mm-hmm. He is not one of your thick boys. He's not. He's not Everyone's one of my thick boys. Favorite father in this '90s action, in this '90s movie. Yep. He's not one of your favorite thick boys. He's. He's not. He's not. Um, but anyway, right. so that's what we're watching. It's currently streaming on HBO, and it's only an hour and thirty-four minutes, which is perfect. <laughs> Big selling point. For Big him. huge selling point. Number one. Well, because I looked at the first movie I looked at was Warrior, and I was like, two hours and twenty minutes. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, Uh, but okay yeah but anyway okay that's it we're gonna do blood simple all right dragon all right thank you very much Mm -hmm. all right why don't you go ahead and send this off oh okay bye okay bye